0: Hello everyone and welcome to Freedom of Good Home. My name is Michael Hing and joining me as always is a man who is currently in self-imposed lockdown because he doesn't want to get the novel coronavirus even though he has grown a lovely moustache. It's Ben Jenkins. Hello Ben.
1: Thank you. I was wondering if you'd notice over Zoom if I've grown a lovely that I've grown a lovely moustache. I tell you what, I uh,
0: I I, shaved- I rescind calling it lovely. If I'm honest, um, <laughs> now that I've seen it for more than 15 seconds,
1: <laughs> I shaved last night and kept the moustache, thinking this is going to be a funny little a funny little thing for Anya w- wandering out of the shower in a towel and still having it. And I like walked into the lounge room. I was like, "Hey, honey, how you doing?" She's like, "Good." I'm like, yeah, if you um, notice anything. And she's like, I'm recovering from a booster shot. Um, Do you need anything? (laughs) No, it's Um, fine. It's fine.
0: Well, our guest today is no stranger to facial hair. He has not just a mustache, but also some stubble that could be considered a beard. You would know him from the worst idea of all time, as well as a series of I guess vaguely political tweets he does. He's been a guest <laughs> on this show many times, it is <laughs> <laughs> All the way from New Zealand. It's Tim Bat. G'day Tim.
2: It's always so <laughs> devastating to accurately have it reflected back to you like what your online persona is. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah guy who I guess kind of fucks around with political comedy, has it? Yeah, yeah, that's me. You got my number. I had baby. A-
1: I had a real, uh, a real um, experience of that yesterday when I did a, I did a tweet uh, about uh, reading to my son Mo. Congratulations! Uh, in, in silly voices, um, and I uh, specifically reading to him in the voice of Matt Berry when I get bored with his books. And a local radio producer called me and said, "Could you come on? Could you come on and chat about that for ten to fifteen minutes?" And <laughs> did I you was say like, nah? <laughs> well, the thing is, Tim, I don't know how local radio works um, in New Zealand, um, although I am aware that you have the technology to broadcast to localities, which is great. Uh, but I am. Um, I'll uh, fucking keep, mate. <laughs> but uh, regardless of if anything that I've done in my career, regardless of the, the dizzying heights that this podcast has achieved. Um, in terms of our SEO in, uh, for funny podcasts, my parents, who are lovely and supportive, are never prouder of me than when I'm on local radio. It's, it seems to be mm. one of the biggest, the biggest markers of achievement for them. You're doing so, it for them. Well, yeah, because I always get like, whenever I feel like, I, I'll do like a TV show and it'll go out on like national television and I won't hear Boo from anybody but if I do local radio not only do I get texts from my mother but also from my mother's friends um
0: is it the same in is it the same in New Zealand Tim that like I mean I don't know what your relationship with your parents are so this is this could be fraught ground to go into but do they broadly speaking support what you do or are they like our parents which is they only engage with the least cool and kind of dorkiest things you do as though they are cool
2: my mum listens to like every podcast that I make, and I have oh to, oh my goodness, every day wake up, make a cup of coffee, and then um, commit a bit of mental space to, to blocking that fact out. <laughs> because if I was cognizant at all times that that is an audience member to the things I'm producing, um, yeah, it would sink specifically the your mother,
0: yeah. Yeah. Did your, ben, did your mum come to our recent live show at the Comedy Store? She didn't, but she has started listening to the show. That's um, what it was, Tim, yes.
1: Over the past couple of episodes. And uh, I saw her last weekend and because we joke about, on the podcast about how much I don't like her listening to it. Mm. And she said, darling, if, if you really don't want, I won't listen to it anymore. And I was like, well... The only thing weirder than my mum listening to my podcast is me, like, forbidding her to I, listen to my yeah, podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah it's so, very shameful, very shameful behaviour.
1: So, I, she's like, oh, well, great, well, then I'll listen to the next episode. So, mum, if you're listening, um, hello?
0: Hello, Mrs. Jenkins. <laughs> it's big um,
2: 14-year-old energy, isn't it? Like, forbidding <laughs> your mum from, from enjoying the thing you're putting out into the world, which yeah. kind of matches your moustache, to be honest.
0: Um, (laughs) I have, I have a, a, um, a story that, um, dovetails nicely with, uh, parental support, but I also have an update on, uh, the house and, uh, my girlfriend recently who was on this podcast, uh, Tim Hum, you've, you've met her, uh, who declared she was built different and so couldn't get the, um. Yeah, she said she was built different, and said she couldn't get the coronavirus. So I have an, an update on that that I will get to. But first of all, just in terms I of support, I think a lot parents. of our
1: listeners have been in touch mm. since. Um, sort of. Um, I'm not going to say like toyed with sort of anti-vax sentiments by saying <laughs> she was built different and different and would never get the coronavirus, uh, but that's how a lot of a lot of them read it. But a lot of people have been saying that uh, they've taken on her. Um, mantra Mantra of, uh, yes. mantras, rather Of saying they were built different Yeah um, <laughs> Oh my
0: god <laughs> Which...
2: This explains why we're seeing Hashtag Hum Rogan Trending in Australia <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Yeah She's going to be a,
0: a guest On Joe Rogan very soon um, nice. But uh, uh, So just in terms of parental support uh, Ben You might remember that uh, when we were at university, we did a little sketch show called Make Way for Ducklings. I do remember that. I don't remember the exact reason for this, but for one of the, um, I I guess, because we just accrued a lot of props throughout that time. One of the props, uh, I don't remember what the sketch was, but for some reason I was dressed in, um, I guess what you could broadly describe as like a leather gimp mask. Sure. And I had a sort of a red and black leather whip to go with Uh it and there was a a a, a sort of a a sexual a a dildo as well now Um, i
1: remember this very well because michael um back at back at that time we didn't have um access to the sort of even meager production budgets that we have now (laughs) when we're making our stuff we didn't have an art department we didn't uh we didn't have a lot of money i think we were charging like uh, pay as you want at the door yes um And so I remember distinctly you wrote a sketch that required somebody to brandish a dildo around for mere moments. Like it wasn't, it wasn't what we would now call a hero prop. You know what I mean? (laughs) It wasn't. (laughs) And we sent Carlo Ricci, who used to make the show with us out with our precious little kitty of um, door sales to be like, could you just go and find something that looks like a dildo or is dildo shaped for this sketch, and then yes. a list of other props that we needed: Dracula cape, um, <laughs> uh, uh, air horn, or something. I don't air know. Air horn, yeah. uh, uh, dead squids that we used one time, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and Carlo came back with an. Inc- a, an incredible looking dildo. Yes. Um, yes. And we were like, that's that's perfect. Where did you get that? And he said, oh, I just went to a sex shop on King Street and bought it. And we said, how much did it cost? And he said $80. <laughs> <Which, laughs> oh, no. Which represented, I would say, fairly close to 100% of the profit that we could
0: pay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad
1: to see that that dildo wasn't wasn't thrown out.
0: Well, okay. So I have <laughs> kept uh, the, these, these very sketch props that we've had. I think because... They represented so much of our production budget when we bought uh-huh. them. I've just kept them in, in in the bottom drawer of a chest of drawers at my parents' house for the last decade or whatever it's been. You know, yeah. they've just sat there, haven't looked at them, haven't touched them, haven't used them, right? I, and uh-huh. since then, I've, I've 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 moved around a couple of times, but um, the I guess the last month month ago when Hum and I moved out of that place for the final time we we moved and we got in we got our own house now we're very excited to have our own place mm-hmm. uh, even though it is as we said last time filled with cockroaches i um, will
1: require an update on that but yeah continue.
0: um so we have our own place now and i had moved we've moved out basically 80 80 90% of our stuff and i had just forgotten that there was a <laughs> shameful drawer of sketch props in the base of a chest of drawers at uh-huh. my parents house uh-huh. including a gimp mask, a red and black gimp mask with sort of leather studs on it. I mean, sorry, uh-huh. metal studs on it. A a a whip and a, a qu- quite a um, quite an anatomically correct dildo. Um, uh-huh. Well, that's uh, what it, you're paying eighty
1: dollars for. I mean, I don't that- know what I mean. <laughs>
0: uh, and so I uh, we uh, I don't know what it was like when you both moved out of home. You seem to not live with your parents any longer. But when you moved uh-huh. out of home, did your parents send just send you a series of um, text messages? Um, Sort of passive aggressive text messages asking you if you've left stuff behind or if you want these things, and and it started off. Tim, being like... Did you, you get any
1: of that?
2: No, absolutely. no, I I was eighteen. I didn't own anything.
0: I <laughs> oh, sure, you didn't school. have and a dildo. Like, <laughs> See ya. <Yeah. laughs> you went in your yeah. mid thirties with a dildo and um, a series of gimp masks. When, when, I of home, when I moved out of home,
1: when I moved out of home, I was I I've never seen my parents like. Snap into action as quickly as my parents did in converting my bedroom to somewhere where my mother could do Zumba. I've never immediately
2: communicates both a lot of information about your parents and the exact <laughs> month that this happened. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, I wonder how, uh, how people <laughs> who invested in Zumba futures are going right now. <laughs> um,
0: so anyway, so mum's sending us a series of texts being like, hey, do you want this block of knives? Do you want this pot? Do you want this whatever? Mm. And then I get a text from her saying, Michael, you've left behind some personal effects. <laughs> and I didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> so called her and was like, lol, 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 what what are these personal effects? And she said, hey mum, what's items. with the prison talk? Yeah.
1: yeah, what's with yeah, the prison yeah. or like corpse talk? I don't think a person can have personal effects. I think that's something that a corpse has.
0: Um, I thought I thought maybe she'd found some weed or something or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, no, it wasn't that. She and then um, I had I think the most um, awkward conversation I've ever had with a parent. My mom said it was stuff for the bedroom. And I still oh had no God. idea. I thought she might've found condoms or something. I don't know. Or l- so l- a
1: linen or a lovely lamp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or uh... <At laughs> a pillow this point, perhaps. Did you know that it was something
2: that you didn't want to discuss? Like were you getting that tone? Or were you like, what are you talking about, Mark? A
1: pillowcase? What do we describe it? What we be specific. About? Hold it in your hands and tell me what it is. How is much it bigger is than a bread box? Weird is it fit? Yeah, yeah. Would it fit in a bread box? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that 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 there was like a I don't know, just over the phone and um, the the whole at at the time I was unsure as to whether or not it would be safe for me to go and visit my parents because of a because of a coronavirus exposure anyway. So I found out that this stuff is at my parents' house uh, in the most horrible way possible, which is my mum my, my just said, it's stuff in the bedroom. And I said, what do, what do you mean? Is, her, is me guessing? And then she said, it's it's, it's, it's it's the kind of thing people use for sex. Um, and then I immediately realized what she was talking about, but also have not been able to go to my parents' house to get the things so did now,
1: ex- did did you explain to her? Well, here's Carlo the, thing. And the
0: I said I said to mum, "Oh, just so you know, those are those are props from a sketch show. That's not that's not. Mm-hmm. A th- I mean, obviously, it would be fine it's if not I wasn't my bag that. baby. <laughs> it's not, I, it is exactly that scene." <laughs> <laughs> Just saying to her, it would be fine if I was into that obviously. It's um very many healthy and happy people are into that. I'm I'm not one of those people. What
1: were and you were you in were you in this case worried that your mother would cancel you for kink shaming in the <laughs> middle of this? <laughs> I love the <laughs>
2: caveats you meant to put on this combo with your mum.
0: <laughs> um anyway, totally horrifying. And I realized as I was Sort of bright red, explaining to my mother that this was just, it was, these were funny jokes that I'd bought for a sketch that yeah. I can't remember the character for. I realized that if they, Ben, Tim, if they had yeah. supported me during my university days and uh-huh. had come to see the various sketch productions that we'd done at our university, Ben, yeah. then they would know that these were yeah, but I think, theatrical I think, accoutrements.
1: Sure, sure, sure. But I think, I think what you, what, the way you want to think about this is like you had one huge moment there. Uh-huh. where it was concentrated shame in their son, whereas what you're asking is for that exact same amount of shame in your son to be diluted over, like, several performances over three sure. or four years. No, you I know mean, what I mean? It's like net yeah. net yeah. shame. You're just, moving, mm-hmm. you're just moving things around.
0: I mean, I, don't, I think you've, you might have met my parents once or twice, Ben, but you've, 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 you've kind yeah. of heard about them through me describing them to you. Do you yeah. think they would rather... They're bigger than a bread box. <laughs> Do you think they would be <laughs> more ashamed that I, Michael Hing, their son... Was uh-huh. a sort of a sub gimp who enjoyed being mm. whipped um, and whatnot, or mm-hmm. a sketch comedian? What do you think would bring more shame on the- <laughs> to the to the family name?
2: Well, know, sketch comedy think- is done in public by definition, so yeah, they sort mm. of have to like make their peace with that in a way, and it's very hard to hide from. Whereas your sexual procl- proclivities can be kept, <laughs> and like I, if it was my child. I yep. have a. Su- you- I'm a father now. I'm a recent. You
1: Congratulations! Mm-hmm. And by the way, can I just say you are looking uh, far too rested for the father of a of a four month old. Thank you. I'm s- I'm suspicious on this. He does. I don't know what de- I'm suspicious of. But-
2: he definitely <laughs> exists. I'm definitely not <laughs> siphoning money out of the government for a child that doesn't exist. That's not the plan here. But I also believe that I would rather have in my son's future, um, uh, him being a gimp, an active participant in uh gimping than sketch comedy and it's not even close
1: (laughs) (laughs) do you know we were uh mo's mo's um bedroom has this little kind of like raised area that's sort of like a bench but it's built into the wall Mm-hmm. And uh, me and Anya were, were downstairs with him the other night um, getting him ready for bed. And he, and he leapt up on the, on the little benchy thing and just started like kind of capering around. And then he'd say like, "Pooh over there, poo over here. And we were <laughs> laughing. And he turned to us like completely dropping his like smile and was like, why'd you laugh? Um, but it wasn't. It, and I was like, that's a funny thing to say. But then I realized that it was him getting data. Like, he wanted to understand, Like, have you ever showed something to your significant other and they laugh at it? And you're like, oh, what part? That's oh. what he was doing. And then I realized that, like, the thing he was on looked very much like a stage with a proscenium arch. And <laughs> I thought, oh, n- no, we, 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 we need to do
0: something. Because my now. fear, Ben, when you were telling that story, was that actually he wasn't doing um, comedy, but he, had done, he was doing that scene in Goodfellas where he's like, what, well, you think I'm funny? Like, what, like but a clown funny? How. Funny? funny how? <laughs>
1: <laughs> poo over there that's funny to you <laughs> that amuses you poo over there poo over here
0: um anyway that so that was the most latest, horrifying um, thing I, that, that's ha- that's happened to me recently um, that
1: is just quickly that is his latest bit of gear um he's his doing poo over a, here poo over there poo on the couch poo on your head he just says places that poo could go
0: now, that could be funny do you think he's casing the joint places to put poo in the near future
1: I think, again, I think he's like doing what all great comics do and he's trying out gear and <laughs> seeing what works and what doesn't. Because I tell you, like poo, poo on the couch got a good response and then he said "pooh" in the toilet and we were like, well, but like, you've got to subvert expectations. That's you where it goes, I mean?
2: Where's the punch?
1: Yeah, where's the punch? just <laughs> <laughs> um, So tell me, Tim, on
0: top of the toilet. There we I mean, go. We That's something. what we call it. We call yeah. that a top deck and it's, it is very funny.
1: <laughs> we can work with that Moses, but yeah. Now, Michael, w- when we had Hum on, uh, mm. in between having Hum on this podcast and us recording this podcast, I've seen you. Yes. Um, and I, w- when we were talking about uh, your girlfriend Hum, there was, it seemed to me like there was some circumstances where her built different Mantra could be put to the test.
0: Yeah, no, boy, howdy did it. Boy, howdy did it. Okay, so um, we we, we recorded uh, that podcast where Hum declared she was built different. And I have got permission from her to tell this story. Uh And uh, after that, we went away for a week, um, uh, came back after New Year's. And uh, I don't know if you look at these numbers, but everyone got coronavirus on New Year's or the surrounds. There's a lot of gatherings around there. A lot of our friends um, uh, got the coronavirus through that. In Australia? Is it Australia? Team I was of Australia.
2: the understanding you guys were just absolutely going great, sort of doing the best job a country could do. Was my understanding. Yeah,
1: I mean, like if you if you look, it really depends on what metric you're using. You know, prior to six months ago, we were doing great on suppressing COVID. But if you yeah. if you if you tweak that just slightly, mm. in terms of like promotion of COVID.
0: Yeah, we're trying to then, we're trying to really spread the COVID. Then
1: we're back on top. You know yeah, what we're I mean? Still the like best. it's just we're it's, just, it's just different metrics. What are our numbers? It was like s-
0: it was like 60, what or something this week? I think I think I New I know has Zealand has more. Yeah, yeah how what, this how you guys
2: going? in podcasts? Because I'm like I'm only used to dealing with sort of seeing YouTubers talk about this, but I sure. feel like your mention of COVID, you're repeatedly saying the word COVID, you're talking about uh, the government's response and the numbers of COVID. In your country is going to just like plummet the numbers of this podcast. It's going to be hidden <laughs> SEO is going to be through the basement.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> you um, fucked yourselves. We yeah, don't. absolutely. Oh, wait, thanks for asking. <laughs> but it's a, and like it's a true matter of time. Everyone's just waiting for uh, the big O to hit the community. Well, did,
0: did Australia try to infect you with COVID? Didn't we? Didn't we send a DJ or something to you? Was it an Australian <laughs> guy we sent? Was the Aussie? Was he, was he British? Convention. I can't. He was was a Brit. He was from the UK. Oh, he's British, was he? Oh, okay, Well, he was coming
2: from the UK, so I think we all assumed he was British. We would honestly read... So news got round that uh, this DJ coming to do a festival... What what was his name again? DJ Dimension. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Which is... I'm just now thinking about how many I's and E's are in his name, and I'm like, this is the best phrase that a New Zealander could say on (laughs) a podcast hosted by Australians. Um... True pitchfork army in force in New Zealand because the guy <laughs> skipped out. Like, I honestly think when you get down to it, maybe 16 hours before the end of his 10 day period when he was supposed to be inside and oh. then tested positive. Um, but then again, I think there was some social media stuff that he was just like rocking around Waiheke Island, which is part of Auckland. Um, right. And which he scrubbed immediately. We were ready to lynch <laughs> the dude, truly. And then, luckily, Omni just didn't take off. So, I think he managed to get Ooh. out of the country safely.
0: Um, Real well, school. congratulations on avoiding that. My girlfriend, Hum, previous guest on the show, after New Year's, uh, we went we went away, came back. We'd, 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 we'd sort of avoided COVID for a couple of days and then Hum flew to Melbourne to go to a wedding. While she was there, um, well, she caught me quite drunk that night and said... Um, something bad has happened And I was like Oh my goodness Are you okay And then she said This friend of hers At the wedding Had kissed her on the mouth As a fun joke Right And uh, I think there was Some sort of context Where They were in a photo booth And I, I think that pitched- guy Needs
1: to get on uh, Moses's joke uh, Workshop Because <laughs> I, Who on the so couch that's, was- that's a joke
0: <laughs> Kiss on the kiss mouth. Kiss on the mouth. That's, <laughs> That's a, a bit soft, of <laughs> No, so I think, I think Humm had pitched the idea that they should pretend to kiss and then everyone was kind of drunk and then they actually just kissed and it was a, a very awkward moment. And she called me quite distraught about this. And to be clear, she wasn't like particularly furious at the guy or anything. She was like, it was an honest mistake, you know, mm-hmm. just a weird thing that happened. Uh, and I obviously got that phone call and began to seethe with rage. Um, mm-hmm. Started, Googling the man, searching for any allergies he might have, you know, mm-hmm. addresses, that kind of thing. <laughs> these, yeah. are, these are the thoughts. These are the Pretty unproud huge. thoughts of a, that a man might yeah. have. Um, then the next morning, Hum is on a plane back to uh, back to Sydney. And I, I, th- I think I'm getting this timeline, right? Timeline, right? She gets a text message from this guy saying that he has now tested positive to COVID. Holy. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> so and the night before, as a fun joke, uh, they, they, they has kissed my girlfriend. So I... Um, this is the biggest the- cucking I've ever heard of. I, isn't it just? Isn't <laughs> it just? You've been COVID cucked. <laughs> um. So at this moment, I, uh, a hum's texting me from the plane, from the airplane Wi-Fi being like, oh, shit. You know, she wouldn't be infectious at, the, infectious at this point. It's just the day after, but still, whatever. I immediately book a hotel. <laughs> And I'm like Well you can go from the airport Straight to fucking quarantine <laughs> um, Which You know Was it an overreaction on my part? Maybe Was I Was I um, b- was I scrolling TripAdvisor While emotional? Maybe Maybe I was <laughs> This dude so was this- Sounds
2: like a bit of an alpha But you've Sigma'd him You're <laughs> just you're, you're now just Moving people around Like they are pieces On a chessboard In your life <laughs>
0: I'm here for it, to be honest. Um, So Hum gets off the 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 plane and basically was this
1: was this for you stay in the cockroach apartment and she goes to the hotel? Uh,
0: Well, we talked about it uh, either way, and then Mm -hmm. um, because I had to go back to work, we decided because
2: I hadn't kissed anyone on the lips (laughs) that maybe I deserve (laughs) to stay at the home we just bought. (laughs) <laughs> Where yeah, it's comfortable I, I, and all our stuffers and it's conveniently um, located.
0: Yeah, if anyone asks, um, she will admit to the fact that she is going to spend the rest of twenty twenty two in um, what she what, what we've decided is the doghouse. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, and, and can I say, can it's truly thrilling for her to be in the doghouse for once? Because often it is myself who is who finds himself in the doghouse on account of buying an entire apartment full this of blue things. I mean, or, like,
1: aside from maybe going to the wedding in the first place, which is risky. Nothing yes. that happens after seems to me. To be something you can hold against
0: Hum. Well, she had she had she had started the riff that ended in the kiss, and I think mm. saying let's pretend to kiss while everyone's drunk. I think that I think she think feels we're on that shaky,
1: was, shaky ground here, Michael Hing. <laughs> I think
0: she feels quite guilty <laughs> about that. Um, anyway, so so Hum was Hum, hum went and stayed in a hotel for a couple of days until she could get a, a negative result, that and, and the rest of it. Um, um, now, here's the thing, though. That whole time, she's in there for five days. I'm being like, well, well, well. Turns out someone isn't quite as built different as they thought. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she didn't get COVID. She's invincible to COVID. She's still built different. And I've had to um, uh, accept her back into the house on the tail between my legs.
1: Now, this is like kind of like the Kampf test for me here. (laughs) Um, Do you at all struggle with the the emotions you have of being disappointed that Hum didn't get COVID and being... (laughs) Relieved that you, uh, uh, that you, the the woman you love, it doesn't mm. have this disease, or are you completely unconflicted? <laughs> because
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, here's the thing: if Hum had gotten COVID, I think it would have been great for her to then it would have forced her to eventually come back on this podcast and admit that she was not built different. I think that would have oh. been good for us. It would have been good for society. <laughs> would have been great for our podcast.
1: Well, interestingly, Michael, I think she can hear you from the other room because she's just texted me on the text line, which is my <laughs> mobile phone. And oh, really? She what did she say? She said, yes, I kissed a COVID patient on the mouth and I didn't get COVID. I'm invincible. Remind your followers to manifest being built different. Jesus
0: oh Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> I uh, will say as well Just for, for a bit of Hum is triple vaccinated as well So I think that might have Something a, to do with it that Just might have a something to do heads with it.
2: up Hum believes in science uh, The concept <laughs> she believes in experts <laughs> This is like it's a real bumper sticker though, isn't it? Built different, like yeah. Is it wait, in brackets?
1: Is it- triple vaccinated, <laughs> but built built different. Um, hey guys, it's a little bit it's a little bit late in the year for a Christmas themed um, uh, posting that I want to take you guys through. But um, I, I feel like you know it's been a crazy twenty twenty one, and I feel like um, our audience will forgive us for being a little bit late to this. We probably should have read this in December, but also why am I apologising to you people? Just Here's the thing: listen to it or don't. Mm-hmm. Get off my f- fucking case, frankly. Do you know okay. what I mean? Okay, everyone you know stop I mean?
0: texting Ben. Everyone stop texting Ben.
1: All right. So this was sent in by David Bird. Thank you, David Bird. Um, and it was posted on I. Th- it's posted on Facebook and posted on um I think some community reviews group. And uh, here's what it says: I pa- I paid eighty five pounds for a Grinch visit advertises the Grinch to come in and mess the kids' bed, have pillow fights, put toilet roll around your Christmas tree, then pictures with the kids at the end. Um, They were told to leave no pictures. All right. Um, Versus what I got. Now, this is an audio medium, so it's going to be difficult to... Mm. um, (laughs) Uh, can we just
0: can we just slow down for a second? This person sure. has hired the Grinch to teach their kids a lesson. Is that kind of what's? Well, th- this is what I. Oh, this is sort of what I want to discuss because she's
1: saying she didn't get what she paid for. I'm, it's never actually clear to me what she what she paid for. Right. She says what she got is every single bit of the party food, expensive cupcakes, which were like Grinch themed, threw all around the place. Tree decorations broken. <laughs> Dishwashing liquid poured on my kitchen. Eggs smashed. A full bottle of juice poured over the floor and my son. Kids kids' new onesie ruined. Highly, highly do not recommend. Mailed the company, no reply. Grinch definitely stole Christmas. Never been so disgusted in my life. I think she thought she
2: was hiring a first-year drama student and accidentally got Daniel Day-Lewis as the Grinch to arrive at her house. The guy went full method. Threw juice on a child? I think that's a criminal offense, potentially.
1: You can't juice a child. You can't do it.
2: I don't care who's part of this.
0: The idea of Daniel Day-Lewis... Children's birthday entertainer is, I think, one of. Uh, the... <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> so I like... drink your juice. <laughs> so what?
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: So, so now that we know what, ha- what went wrong, this is what, the, this is what they wanted to have happen. Grinch to come in, mess the kid's bed, have pillow fights, put toilet roll around the Christmas tree... That's, that's the level of mischief that they were wanting from the Grinch. Um, now, she, mm. she talks about this like this is something that we should know about. That like, oh, do you know somewhere good to hire a Grinch to come and visit my children? <laughs> because, you know, that's coming up. And I've got, a, I've got a book in a Grinch pretty soon and all the good ones fill up. Have you ever <laughs> in your fucking lives heard of this
2: before? You're so right about that. This is presented like okay, so so I hired a Grinch, but this weird thing, I was like, I'm gonna need you to hold the phone for a second. No, I've never heard of someone hiring it. And it's not like it's not even like a mall grinch, which I no. kind of get in a way, like it's a fun alternative to Santa Claus if that's too mainstream. You've got some emo six year old who wants to have yeah. photos with the Grinches. Yeah. This, year. this sure, is like sure. a, a, bespoke- and not even a not even a kid's party, right? Is what I'm hearing. No, they just come to your house. house. That's that's terrible to have any sort of performer just come to yeah. your family home. <laughs> is so
1: oh, weird. Having an <clears> actor in your house is bad enough. Terrible. <laughs>
0: But like C- Can you imagine though, because we've we've all done um, I guess, casual gigs as actors in our past, in fact, sorry,
2: um, can I just say it's no, get it's, in there. it's it's even worse than that. It's hepo- having an improviser in your house. Oh my god. <laughs> That's really scary.
1: I have to live with the fact that ev- every day while my son sleeps, an improviser is in my house. Which and is and me. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> that doesn't and, make it and any easier. Obviously,
0: Anya in many ways, because what is um, practicing the law, if not improvising from? a book of law. Do you know what? I'm gonna
1: tell her you said that and I think she's gonna hit you with a car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we've all done gigs in our past that were like sort of casual acting gigs. Yeah. If yeah. you are not if you turn up to a thing and 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 you've all you've been to, like I don't do you think they were given a sheet that said toilet paper on a Christmas tree, mess up a couple of beds, maybe pillow fight, or do you think they just said that because often Clients will give you a brief it's just be the Grinch, and they'll think that's very specific. Yeah. But you'll turn I, up and just go full Grinch, and they won't appreciate.
1: I think I think that's probably what's happened. It's it's a it's a classic case of a, of, a, of a of an unspecific breach, uh, brief rather. Mm. I think they've said your job is to come there and fuck about like the Grinch, and in that case, fucking mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know if the because Gr- I I think the Grinch is one of the few Dr. Seuss books that like we don't have. And so I actually, I actually have some questions about Grinch Law.
0: Um, sure, okay. Have does, you seen Have you seen the Jim Car- the Jim Carrey film about the Grinch? I've not
1: seen the Jim Carrey
0: film. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Um, I, I, does 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 the Grinch operate in the same world as Santa Claus? Ooh, are they I think Are they so. two sides of the same coin? Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. Good question. yes. The outfit yes. of his amiga, or uh, so, so? So does Santa Claus feature in the Grinch? Because to me, also. If you are trying to... And Tim, this is in the post for you, I think, like, um, with with your boy. Like, we... Now that Moses is, like, three, we... This is the first time we really were like, hey, this is what Santa is and this is what Christmas is and, like, really leaning into, like, the law. And... um. Uh, that it's it's it became quite quickly an exercise in sort of on the fly world building um, because the child had some questions. Luckily, a casual decade of D and
2: D had prepared <laughs> you for this <laughs> yeah, very much. <absolutely. laughs> well, I can fucking stat this guy out, man. Um,
1: <laughs> but um, but if I were doing this mm. and I wanted to entertain and and, uh, and 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 enrich the the Christmas story. I wouldn't just have the Grinch turn up, fuck up everything and then leave. You know what I mean? Like what you'd want to do is have the Grinch turn up, possibly, I mean, don't throw juice on a child, but also do a little bit more than put toilet paper on the Christmas tree. You know what I mean? Like get some Jeopardy in there, get some steaks. Yeah. Yeah. Then Santa calls, like turns up. I don't know how it works in the Grinch, but heads him or whatever. (laughs) And and then leaves. You know what I mean? Like I think that just the Grinch turning up, fucking with your house and then leaving, even if it's to brief, isn't a great christmas experience
0: could be wrong but, but i could imagine this uh, but but surely this had something to do with the the kids and like i don't imagine do you, you think would... the kids egged the grinch on <laughs>
2: i was thinking when you started this the kids had been naughty and the parent was like what's a creative way to teach them a lesson yeah that's to kind of to what i see hire an assumed. acting student to throw juice on them <laughs>
1: You know, no, because she's, out, she's outraged by the juice. Mm. But maybe she's like, maybe, I, I think what's happened is, if that's the case, I think she said, I think she's like Jimmy Stewart at the end of Rope, where, like, people have basically done exactly what he said they should do. But he's like, no, you've twisted my words. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think yeah. she said, come teach my kids a lesson. The Grinch has done precisely that. And she's gone. Oh no! This is a monomer at all. Yeah,
2: this is still an interesting listing, but for an opposite reason than <laughs> what maybe some people think, and definitely what she thinks. She is the Grinch. Je suis Grinch.
0: <laughs> well, that means I am the Grinch. So, uh, did you do this, Tim? Did you turn up? Are you the man who poured juice I'm in this the child's boister. head? Yeah. Did you
1: did you uh I mean like to me the funniest idea of this is is hiring a Daniel Day Lewis type person who has every intention of just acting out the brief, but then the sort of red mist descends <laughs> the next thing they know. <laughs> <laughs> They've smashed a bunch of eggs. <laughs> and poured juice on a child. You simply can't. Tim Bat, do you have an ad you want to read for us? I'm so glad you asked.
2: I've got a um Cracking story here from Ozbargain.
0: Uh, this one was sent in by uh, Wazzle in the Discord. Thank you, Wazzle.
1: Now, Ozbargain is a place that we've been to a couple of times on this podcast, Tim. It's, yep. uh, it, it is what it sounds like. It's a bunch of Australian bargain hunters um, with, like, I think probably a lot of them um, undiagnosed mental illness. There was, yes, a, um, yes. there was one person, my favourite Ozbargain listing of all time, Tim, was somebody who was saying that, they were using a communal barbecue next to their house um, to cook their dinner every night to save on electricity bills. And they were wondering if they were in the right when some people had a go at them for using the communal barbecue to boil a pot of risotto.
2: (laughs) (laughs) When do you come down on that? Because I've actually got, I've immediately formed a very strong opinion on this, but I don't want to voice it till I hear yours.
1: Do you know what it was, Tim? I was actually kind of fine with it until I realized that they were using um, to, to, for lighting to cook by. They had run an extension cord into one of their neighbor's sort of backyards where there was like an outdoor power point. And I was like, well, that's not cricket.
2: Yeah, but yeah, there's, Look, there's components of this where they're absolutely in the wrong in a broader <laughs> sense. But specifically, I don't think they should be in trouble for the risotto. That's fine to me. Like if someone yeah. got angry at them about being there every single night and they got caught red-handed <laughs> living at a park, you know? Sure. Using a park as their kitchen, that's justified. But you can't get mad at someone for cooking a risotto on a No, there's on a nothing on the
1: barbecue that says there's got to be some sausages and some onions. You're absolutely correct, Tim. Show yeah. me where it says that. Exactly. Um, but what's, the, what's this latest dispatch from Oz Bargain?
2: Title, scythe slash sickle for cutting grass lawn. I feel mm-hmm. like those last two words should be around the other way. And I often get slight dyslexia when I'm like sight writing stuff, but that is how it is written. Grass lawn. Grass lawn.
1: As opposed to a concrete lawn or a, yeah. Okay.
2: Want to cut lawn with a scythe slash sickle? Where to find a good one? Question mark. All I can find are, and then there are three different URLs for three individual retailers, total mm-hmm. tools, cooler online and uh, B uh, uh, boutique retailer. Um, I actually want to get a look at these bad boys just to get an indication of price. (laughs) Just waiting for one of those pages to load. Um, Now I assume the gentlemanly thing to do is dive into the comments here. (laughs) Is is that
0: right? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, let's just let's just let's just break down this very quickly. They want to buy. They it's not explained why they want to cut their uh, lawn with a scythe.
2: uh, It's it. It's in the title.
0: Yeah, just Side <laughs> so slash that's... sickle for cutting grass lawn. This
2: is actually, as far as I'm concerned, a very, a fit, like, word economy on this. Oh, mm. yeah. I love
0: it. But the thing is, then they've posted, they've, they've said, all I can find are, and they've posted at least, one's not loading, but they've posted at least two, I think, quite serviceable side slash sickles that they Yeah, Yeah, how, how
1: much choice do you want? You're buying, like, a, a, a medieval implement. Like, do you want this to be at, <laughs> at
0: Bunnings? One of them is a $50 Spear and Jackson, 305mm long-handled um, oh, Can so I, I, if, I may, if I may, if I may,
1: that's me doing <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor. Um.
0: Uh, but Tim, can is I, there anything, oh, Tim Bat, the Toolman, uh, is there anything in the comments that you wanted to uh, bring up?
2: I just want to say all the best impressions are coded with, that's me doing <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. All right, let step in here. Are you sure it's, bl- it's bloody hard work, especially on the back?
1: Yeah, uh, it absolutely if- is. I like, would be. And do you know why I had to say would be? Because I've never done it. Because I've never seen a fucking scythe before. <laughs> this is like- one of
2: comment. the second part is: if it's a small area, get the cheapest. If it's a big area, get the best. <laughs> Spear and Jackson would be my recommendation. <laughs>
0: this guy knows.
1: Because you know what, like, there's been a lot of tools, right, that have been supplanted by the industrial revolution, but that are still with us. I would say the shovel is an excellent example of a tool that has been around since man has had requirement to put holes in the earth. Now we have things that will do that better for you, but we still have the shovel. You can go to your Bunnings or your Mitre Ten, and they'll they'll give you a huge range of shovels. I did that not two months ago. I was I was amazed by the by the by the range of Mm. shovels. The scythe. Did
0: you, did you purchase a, a shovel?
1: I did. I did, you know, Michael. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what kind. Uh, no? But, uh, nope. I just put it in my boot and said, thank you very much. But hey, I I think the scythe, once we realised we didn't need to do that anymore, I've, I wouldn't know where to start. I mean, these links is where you just start. But do you know what I mean? I think that yeah. is a technology that's been entirely supplanted.
2: I'm trying yes. to uh, do something in philosophy called strawmanning an argument here, which uh-huh. is so often you you have. A, sorry, I think I said strawman. I meant strongman. The traditional version is: you <laughs> if you strawman an argument, you purposefully wofe, uh, you misrepresent it to represent the weakest. Oh, and you're trying to put this in the best
1: possible light.
2: I am trying to attempt right now to look at this man. <laughs> I'm assuming who is posted on Ozbargain, scythe slash sickle for cutting Mm -hmm. grass lawn and thinking to myself, is there a true real life situation where a scythe slash sickle is the only tool for the job? And I feel like if this is a guy approaching a reasonably significant, large amount of space Mm -hmm. where the grass has just completely got away on him, maybe he's bought a new property. Mm -hmm. Would a scythe slash sickle be your best bet? It's kind of like a machete. It must would be more fun, though, wouldn't it? I'm just trying oh, to think: is there, is there a situation in 2022, which is when he posted this, by the way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm assuming it's a guy um, th- that would warrant this. Oh see, well, c- Tim, I think, think there's there a fairly,
1: is. I think there's a fairly obvious answer, which is souling, uh, sorry, ferrying the souls of the dead to the yeah. afterlife. But he quite yeah. explicitly says it's for cutting
0: grass lawns. If well, you- if you if you delve a little bit into the comments, which have been closed now by a moderator, uh, the OP Valo Hunter um, is explaining why he says my dogs oh. my dogs fight uh use it it says using a lawnmower i think they mean i think they must mean when i'm using a lawnmower yeah yeah. i don't imagine the dogs are uh, doing some sort of um wwe slash you know um well again (laughs) hey
2: i would love to strongman this comment and assume that every word is intentionally placed and now i have a vision (laughs) in my head of a dog with a port on his hind legs Getting it done in the beating Australian
0: sun. <laughs> My dogs fight using a lawnmower, I think, when I'm using a lawnmower. So I have to hire someone to do the lawn while I walk them. I am guessing they won't fight if I use this since there's no loud motor and I will ha- save heaps of money. Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. Is mm-hmm. the motor the issue? Yeah. Because you have, you have leapt... Way back in the past You've gone too far It's like saying It's like saying Oh my dogs (laughs) don't like A lawnmower Could you fucking invent fire You idiot There's 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 push There's push mowers I have one I'll give it to this guy Oh no I lent it to Vic and Jenner And never got it back But you know like, (laughs) Did you have a
2: push mower Ben? Yeah I bought one of those For my old flat About eight years ago Because I was like It's not a big patch of grass We won't need to worry About petrol It'll do. Yep. And it is the worst thing I've ever bought. It was a complete waste of, I think, $200. The thing, it couldn't cut anything. Couldn't what cut, was your cut. problem?
1: It, j- it wouldn't cut the grass. It didn't matter it how good Did you accidentally buy a pram? <laughs> not, for, not for
2: $200. They are significantly more expensive, which yeah. I recently found out.
1: What'd you, what'd you end up going with? What bad boy did you
2: end up? Uh... Shit, I wish I had the name on me. It's a, it's a phenomenal bit of kit. It's oh. modular. There's a car yeah. seat
1: that fits in. Uh, it's I don't yeah, know I mean about it. But it was very expensive. Right. Um, no, I think uh I think this guy just wants to return to tradition. You know what I mean? I think uh I, and I think that he hasn't uh taken into account that sides and sickles were traditionally used by people with both completely expendable backs and lives. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think yeah. I think that the concern for ergonomic uh sort of grass cutting mm. uh probably sort of roughly coincides with um the sort of uh phasing out of serfdom
0: yes um do you guys want one to take you home to take
1: us home absolutely michael
0: uh i've just put this in our facebook chat uh it was uh posted in the discord by uh rebecca thank you rebecca Uh, It's taken from Craigslist. Hello, Craigslist. Uh, Rebecca has, or someone has, blurted out the exact location of this, um, but the title of it is Female Wanted for Interior Painting. So, you know, it's a bit of classic free to a good home here. Mm -hmm. Female wanted for interior painting. Also cleaning. And keep me company for a few days. Must be fit Mm -hmm. as there is some light lifting. Input on colour choice is welcome. I also need some serious organizing. I'm thinking of selling the house in a couple of years and want it presentable. I've hurt my back and can't reach to do the work. Massage skills would be a plus. Oh,
1: <laughs> this is just this is just red flag after red flag, isn't it? It's Prefer- Tim, was someone- the, <laughs> Tim was talking about the economy of language here, and it's 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 amazing how with every sentence, uh, it just ratchets up the, the the unease I have about this person.
0: Prefer someone under 34 that I can relate to. This will be a kind of therapy for me. So, Wowza. Wowza. Heal your body, heal your mind. Um, last couple of years have taken a real toll on me. Easygoing. You can take your time. I'm patient. Reason for a female? I get along better with females. And Wait, I really need some... for a female? What? Yeah. Oh,
1: sorry. Reason that it has to be female. Yeah. Is oh, there a reason no, it has
0: to be no. female? Well, I get along better with females. And I really need some feminine vibes, a soft, kind voice. Is the term "woman's touch" offensive? Hope not, well. because I think I know what it is, and I like it. <laughs> Could be long term. Who knows?
1: <laughs> okay, Tim has introduced the concepts of uh, strong manning or steel manning in this uh, yep. in this episode, and I think I think we would we would do well to apply that here. And during this reading, I've been trying to do it in my head and I didn't think it was possible. Uh-huh. And I've come up with a pretty elegant solution. Would you guys like uh-huh. to hear it? I would, I would.
2: love to, because I'm struggling to think of any way you're going to get out of this.
1: This is a
0: woman. Oh, uh, it, I mean, look, is this <laughs> like that riddle be... about the surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> is <that> the <laughs>
1: the mum. this is this a woman surgeon? who lives in a lighthouse.
0: um, <laughs> Okay, because I I was going to say, my version of steel manning this would be, it's some sort of tin manned robot. Um, That was what I thought it might be.
1: I mean, I think think what we, what the similarities between both of our solutions, Michael, is this is not a man. (laughs) 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 I mean, fucking hell, mate. Like, yeah. Tim, do you want to say it's a tortoise? I mean, it doesn't.
2: (laughs) I'll throw an AI for 200. Sure. Okay. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, I think I've
2: met this guy. It's definitely a guy. And I, I lived in <laughs> Newtown in Sydney for a little bit. I think I've met this guy and he's bad news. He's no good. Did
0: you did you live in Newtown? When did you live in Sydney, Tim? Long, I had no idea you lived in Australia.
2: Long, long time ago. I was only there for six months, but a, um, one of my best friends from high school, we were flatting together. And uh, he had kept in contact with a, uh, a, a young woman who he had a big crush on for many years. And he came mm. into my room one day and he said, Tim, I should use a different name. I'll change it to Sarah. Tim, Sarah's just broken up with her boyfriend. I'm going to go to Sydney. Go get it. Do you want to come? And I went, (laughs) yeah, this is pretty funny. Let's do it. So we both quit our jobs and moved to Sydney. (laughs)
0: <laughs> now, before you tell us the story, what job did you quit to move to Sydney to follow your friend, chase the love of uh, his high school crush, or whatever?
2: I was working in the complaints department of the tax
0: department of New Zealand. Okay, so you weren't leaving behind a dream job necessarily. Well, we I don't was, know that. I
2: was getting paid too well for a nineteen-year-old. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> you it's were like getting
0: that, paid uh, so well like that you could afford moving countries um, yeah, on, a, that, on a that, goose chase. It's, yeah, it's that
1: wonderful uh, Robin Williams quote. Which is um, moving to Australia on a goose chase with your friend to see if they can get back with the love of their life is God's way of telling you you have too much money. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought his quote about cocaine was more more famous than it was. That's fine. That's I, fine. You know I what f- I mean, <laughs> guys? These can't all be winners. You know, if it's if it's back to back winners, people tune out. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. People, people people tune like- out.
0: People love that our podcast shows the human side. You know that to incredible, the, the, the world's funniest and only good com- comedy yeah. podcast, "Free to Good Home," could you know the fact that we occasionally fail in our when we reach for the stars is just yeah. testament to our human nature, Ben.
1: And people often say to me, you know, I like the podcast. Have you thought about making it better? You know what I mean? I say no, that's that's a feature, not a bug.
0: <laughs> um, 30,
1: 30 seconds of stumbling through a half-remembered quote yeah. that uh, that nobody understands a reference to on the show or in the listener base.
0: Can I tell uh, you though, when you were doing yeah. that Ben, I understood that it was meant to be funny because of the tone of your voice. And so sure, I, and that's I, sometimes
1: I, all you need. That's sometimes I, all you need. You I, need a little it had sparkle. the rhythm of a joke.
0: And a uh-huh, thing that the I would
1: cadence of a joke.
0: Yeah. Um, now Tim, so you moved to Sydney I had no idea about this I've never, I've never So um, do you mind telling us What year this was And uh, what happened
2: 2008 It was the first
1: half of
0: This the, oh, was probably got, This was wow, probably man.
1: around the same time That Carlo Ricci was in Newtown Shopping <laughs> for an $80 Dildo <laughs> <laughs> Wow <laughs>
2: And the GFC was just around the corner for us both, ready to <laughs> <Yep>. attack.
1: <laughs> See, that um, would be good if we did sort of a free to a good home origins series. <laughs> that would be a nice that would be a nice little moment where the two paths could cross. I mean it's it's despicable fan service, but mm. they'll 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 gobble it up like piggies. Uh, you, now, you guys Tim- sell
2: drink bottles saying cum on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> not filled with cum.
1: I think uh, they'll uh, buy Tim- that.
0: I feel like, I I don't know that I uh, heard this in your initial explanation of your situation when you moved to Newtown, but was the woman in question, was she also in Sydney, or were you moving yeah. there for an unrelated... No, okay. What, she- as a base
1: of operations <laughs> to sort of take it to Sri Lanka? Like, yeah, listen, We all know
2: that the most romantically gifted men in the world reside in Newtown, Sydney. We're going to go there, set up shop, get the best advice we can, and come back. No, I did miss that bit. She, so she moved to Sydney... Uh, Uh like two years prior with her boyfriend and, Mm -hmm. um, and, and word got back. I think my friend had still some sort of communication, probably MSN based on the time, Uh um, with her. And so found out and was like, right, rough.
1: And And can we ask how it panned out?
2: Great. Can we really for a, for a bit, they're not together anymore, but for like (laughs) two years, Beautiful relationship, it was a beautiful thing He fully pulled it off to his credit Wow! And we all came back together Six months later Because I was working for Telstra I just like was at a temp agency They teed me up at a job at Telstra And uh, I literally woke up one morning And had the thought I'm going to wake up one of these mornings And be 40 and working in a call centre And it scared the Shit out of me So I applied for radio school Got accepted and
0: moved home Wow. wow. Tim Bat, international would've... third wheel. I had no idea.
2: <laughs> and I cannot describe how third wheel that six months was. It was <laughs> insane. That's
1: incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm just imagining that scene. It's not quite the scenario, but imagine that scene where it's like, a uh, flight to blah, blah, blah is boarding. And then like she looks up and then there's this guy and he's out of breath. And he's like, I just... I couldn't let you get on that plane. Letting you get on that plane would be the (laughs) biggest mistake of my life. You're the first thing I think about when I wake up and the last thing. And she's like, sorry, why is Tim here? Tim wanted to come along. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Tim, could you just go get some chips or (laughs) just... I'm not hungry, thanks. (laughs) I'm actually right. (laughs) <laughs> and you know airport prices so yeah, um, uh, but you guys just pretend i'm not here um, guys on that inspirational note i think we're going to have to i think we're going to have to say uh, goodbye for this episode
0: mm-hmm. this
1: has been uh, a joy tim you are against i assume doctor's orders still doing the worst idea of all time yeah and till death do us blot yeah um which is sort of a, a yearly thing around fa- Thanksgiving, where you, where you and the McElroy brothers watch Paul Blart: Cop, two, uh, two. Sorry, so much worse than
0: <laughs> the new season of uh, Worst Idea of All Time has just started a couple of weeks ago, and I'm, I'm, um, watching it in, I'm, I'm watching, uh, it and listening to it in real time, Tim, and it's, it's really rewarding.
2: Wait, I have, uh, we've got something else cooking. Do you go? Oh, we sort, we sort of did a soft announce, but do you want me to talk about? yeah hey also we is it had... a risotto
0: in a uh, public park <laughs> <It's not.
2: laughs> um we had just a little australia specific um mention olivia Debel De- 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 fuck, i can see name wrong again who was on home and away and a bunch of other yep. stuff uh as our most recent guest and she is sensationally funny incredible. so incredible the new Sex in the City series, and just like that, it's come out. We're watching it. Um, we're doing podcasts as a watch along thing. She jumped. So, on so is it something
1: because I mean, like y- your previous seasons, it it kind of helped that you were familiar with the film you were watching, but but also by the end you were you were intimately familiar with it. But it wasn't a watch along thing. Is this something that you can do in tandem with watching? Yeah. Um, and just like that.
2: Yeah, and we're not doing the normal punch-ourselves-in-the-balls like repetitive uh-huh. thing. It's just a one-and-record-and-done thing, mm, which, don't worry, of... we will go back to the, to the old format shortly. But yeah. additional to all of that BS, we've got something cooking at the moment called Killineer, which is something we've been doing on our Patreon where we have been brainstorming business ideas on how to get someone to a trillion dollars, probably Bezos because he seems to be the closest there, and sure. then figure out how to kill them. Um, because we believe it there's just through the course of natural justice, if someone gets that rich, like passes the one trillion mark. Mm-hmm. Their funds must be dispersed with the rest of the world. Now, so uh,
0: you're, you're you're joining us right now from uh, New Zealand, from your your I imagine your house or your office in New Zealand. Uh, is it legal to plan a murder in New Zealand,
2: Tim? <laughs> it's a comedy. It's a comedy podcast. If any lawyers are listening, it's definitely a comedy podcast. He says and you that know, you Tim's holding a gun as he says that. He, that, says he that. did the
1: comedy hands when he was saying that, <laughs> which I believe is legally binding. What
2: we're doing um, at the moment is we're soliciting for people to bring us their Shark Tank style business ideas to get someone to a trail, coupled with a murder plot, um, because we're going to do a web series called Near TV where people are pitching us their best ideas and we uh, eventually have a winner and, and find the best one. That's right incredible. and is
0: the winner of that competition going to be murdered by you as well or just the trillionaire
2: They will be lauded and showered probably with an Amazon gift card because
1: that is how it is <laughs> um, well, uh, you can also, uh, you can, I imagine, find out that by uh, Googling Worst at All Time, mm-hmm. uh, Killianair. You guys mentioned that you have a Patreon. We also have a Patreon. Um, thank you to everybody who's been uh, chucking money that way. And thank you to everybody who's been sending in ads. Um, but that's it from us for this week. Uh, and until next time. Bye. bye. If you like Kinga Kulata,